So words build, words plant, words also break, words also destroy. This is so important. You can create the future of your children. You can build the future of your children by your words. You can, in fact, build your own future. You can, you, you, you can create your future by your words. By your words. And that is how a person can also destroy their future by their words. Destroy their destiny by their words. There are things people, a, a person should not say. There are things a person's mouth should not go against. You see, there are people that are Christians, and then that is why I always, you know, try to warn people when it gets to certain, you know, certain extent. When they get into their emotions too much and the emotions climb their head, and then they want to now go the place where they now want to say, oh, oh forget those men of God who are hiding under there. The, the, the scripture touching my anointed word no harm. What? And want to lambast and go as far as insulting it. Be careful. God is not your classmate. And there are things that when you step on and you trespass, you will smell it. Welcome, precious one. The message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you, and we're delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, Pastor of Christ Glory Ministries. Stay tuned and God bless you. Praise God. So last Sunday we were looking at how that words are vessels for carrying the spirit and power of God. And then we said that words open doors to the realm of the spirit world. Glory to God. And we saw very powerful insights concerning that. Amen. Amen. How that words um, open the doors to the entrances and the functions of certain spirit beings from the spiritual world glory to god we saw in the book of psalm how that angels hearken onto the the voice of god the word of god hallelujah in the book of psalm 103 let's quickly look at it bible says in psalm 103 verse 20 bless the lord ye his angels that excel in strength that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Amen. Yeah. So we saw that angels move and hearken to the voice of God's word. Praise the Lord. The voice of his word. The voice of his word. Now, you can be the voice of God's word. See, because the voice of God's word is the voice that gives credence or gives expression to the word of God. Amen. Amen. So he says, angels hearken to the voice of the word of God. So if God's word finds its place into your mouth and you utter it, you vocalize it, angels respond to it. Hallelujah. To function according to the word that has been spoken. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And we understood that on the flip side, negative words or contrary words will also invite the activity of the wrong kind of spirits. Amen. Which is the reason why the wrong words should not be given room in our language, in our mouth, or to our voice. Amen? Amen. And then we also began to look at this. We said that words build or break. Words build or break. Let me show you this in the book of Jeremiah before we progress. 
or even as we progress. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 21. The Lord is doing something glorious in our midst. I don't know if you see it, but I see it. I've been observing it for some time now. And I just observed the Lord doing something glorious in the ministry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We will answer and thank Him for that. Thank Him for the stability, the, the advancement, the progression, the growth. Thank Him for the advancement. Thank Him. Acknowledge His work of progress, of increase, of blessing upon the ministry. Thank you, Father. We acknowledge Holy Spirit. Your workings, we acknowledge, we acknowledge, we acknowledge your workings. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jeremiah chapter 1. Are you there? Okay, verse 9. Amen. It says, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. Touched where? My mouth. Touched where? My mouth. Touched where? My mouth. My mouth. And the mouth is the organ for speaking. Right? The organ for speaking. The mouth is the organ for what? Right. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Where did he put his words? Where did he put his words? My mouth. Where did he put his words? In his mouth. Now, you must understand that. The word of God that creates, the word of God that demolishes, the word of God that builds, the word of God that breaks, the word of God that forms, it is put in the mouth. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. That is a creative word. The creative word is put in the mouth. There is the word also that is put in the heart. That serves its function. But when there's going to be creation, when there's going to be action, when there's going to be manifestation, that word is put where? In, in the, the mouth. mouth. Are you following? Yes, sir. Observe. He says that the Lord touched my mouth and said, I have put my words in thy mouth. Amazing. God has words and by God's word he creates, he makes. Then he now tells Jeremiah that I have put my words in your mouth. That is powerful. What does it mean? God is saying that I put my power in your mouth. Because God's word is God's power. When he speaks, power is emitted. When he speaks, creative, creative things are, are made to happen. Things come into manifestation. Situations are changed. Circumstances are changed. The dead come back to life. Healing takes place. Enlightenment takes place. It's power. Now God says, Jeremiah, I put my words in your mouth. Watch this, verse 10. Then he says to him, see... Or behold, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Wow. Was Jeremiah going to destroy or break or build or plant by gathering cement and mortar? How is he going to do it? By words. Hey, are you here somebody? Yes, sir. By words. So Jeremiah was going to pull down kingdoms, demolish circumstances, build or plant by words. From where? His mouth. Hallelujah. 
by the words of his mouth, he was going to pull down, verse 10, he says, over kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. Now, this was what Jeremiah was going to do over nations and over kingdoms. Does it apply only to nations and kingdoms? If he can bring down and uproot and pull down entire nations and kingdoms, then that circumstance in your life is too small. Mm. It's a very small boy for your mouth. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. If entire nations, entire kingdoms, God says by your mouth, you are going to pull it down. By my words, your mouth, you're going to destroy, you're going to pull down, you're also going to build and plant. Then that circumstance in your body, that circumstance in your life, that circumstance in the family is a very small boy for your mouth. It's a very small boy for the power that is in your mouth. Because that circumstance that you may be facing or that may be manifesting in the family, it is not an entire nation. It is not an entire kingdom. And if God touched Jeremiah's mouth to do this, your mouth has been touched to do even greater. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So words build, words plant, words also break, words also destroy. This is so important. You can create the future of your children. You can build the future of your children by your words. You can, in fact, build your own future. You can, you, you, you can create your future by your words by your words and that is how a person can also destroy their future by their words destroy their destiny by their words there are things people a, a person should not say there are things a person's mouth should not go against you see there are people that are christians and then that is why i always you know try to warn people when it gets to certain you know certain extent when they get into their emotions too much and the emotions climb their head and then they want to now go the place where they now want to say oh, oh forget those men of God who are hiding under the, 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 the scripture touching my anointed don't have no harm what? and want to lambast and go as far as insulting it be careful be careful you God is not your classmate <laughs> God is not your classmate and there are things that when you step on and you trespass, you will smell pepper. I'm telling you, you will not smell the pepper immediately. If the angel that is dealing with you doesn't get merciful, you will go through it for five years before one prophet somewhere, God will open their eyes and tell them that you said this and you did that to so and so man of God, go and beg. Or they will when that period of whatever discipline has been given to you, they will now say, let me pray for you, mercy. Because there are certain things that you don't trespass. You see? Now in the Old Testament, there were trespasses, iniquities, sins, right? They were all mentioned differently. That is why we need to understand certain things, okay? Not everything is a sin, right? There are things that can be wrong but they are not necessarily sin okay and many times some of those things are called trespass for example when you were in high school okay they told you that maybe 10 o'clock is lights out 
So everybody should be asleep by that time. Nobody should go to the washroom. Nobody should leave the dorm by 10. Then, 10 o'clock, you left the dorm to go to the washroom, or you left the dorm, or you put the lights on. It is not a sin, but you have trespassed. Why? Because they agreed and they set the rule that don't do this. So that is what trespass. So in the Old Testament, they had trespass offering. Okay? So not everything is a sin. There are things you are calling sin that is not sin. It's just your culture and your religiosity that has made your head become so... (laughs) Please understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Exactly. And there are things that can be wrong, but they are not necessarily sin. Glory to Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? But there are, there are things, for example, there are things that God does not take. There are trespasses, there are iniquities, there are sins, then there are abominations. Mm. Abominations are the ones that God doesn't. Not, not, not. Not, not, not. And among the things that are in abomination realm, do you know that tongue, the tongue, misuse of the tongue is part? Yes. Going against the anointing is part. Some of those are in very, very high places. Oh, dear Lord. There are many things I want to teach you. We will learn it. Amen. Amen. Do you know that in the Old Testament, there were angels that that were called God? Don't worry. When we get there, we will learn it. There are certain terminologies and certain things that were called, and the Lord said, and God said, it wasn't God. It was angels. Called their dispensation. But God permitted it because they were representing and they came in the name of the Lord because they were servants, they were not sons. And let me sh- let me tell you one thing here. All of these angels, when they were addressed as God, because they came in the name of the Lord, they didn't get puffed up. It was normal. Humbly and in due honor and everything. And they exerted all the authorities of God. But Lucifer, they call you God small now, puff. And he fell. Let me tell you something here. The angels that have that were there before Lucifer fell, they they are old. Language and vocabulary is limiting. Not that they are. They, yes, they are also they are ancient of days. That's a, you know, uh, level 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 two or something. God is the most most. But they've been there for long. There are several angels who dealt with Israel and who came in 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 the in the name of God and were addressed as God and they didn't get puffed up. They went back finish their assignment and still retain their role. Lucifer fell because the small attention and the small focus being given to him because he was coming in the name of the Lord it got to him. Lucifer is a small boy compared to other archangels like Michael and Gabriel. They are the ones mentioned in the Bible. There are other ones that their names are not always mentioned there so I don't mention their names here. Listen, there's a whole realm of knowledge oh dear god so in the realm of abomination going against the anointing is part when lucifer why did lucifer say he will go he will, he will ascend he'll be like god and he'll ascend above god if there was no thoughts or there was no experience of how it felt like to be like god he wouldn't get popped up how do people get addicted to something by trying it you don't get addicted to weed if you've never smoked weed you don't get addicted to cocaine you never smoke Okay. Now, when spirits and physicals and addicts is because they tasted it. And Lucifer <laughs> had tasted a little 
a little of that. They had thrones. Sir. You see, as I'm revealing these things, he's very, very angry and very, very sad because he's remembering. Because I'm opening keys. You see, in the kingdom, eh, there are portals of knowledge. It's called insights. Bible says that the secret of the Lord is with those that fear him. You see, there are certain depths that the Lord brings you into and he shows you. They have thrones. That's why they were called sons of God. In Genesis 6, verse 4, Bible says, and the sons of God came down. They were not new creations. We are born again. We are sons of God. But angels were referred to as sons of God. The Hebrew is Ben Elohim. It's because of their, their appearance. They appeared in the form of God. The glory and the magnificence make them make them call, uh, to be called sons of God. Are you following? Yes, sir. Yes. It means like God. In Lucifer's time, the world over which he was presiding and functioning, oh, this will take our message into a different place. So let me leave it. Praise God. Yes, let me leave it for now. When we delve into, there's a, a series called Before Genesis that we will do. When we do that series, I'll take time and go into all of that. <laughs> there's, there's also there's also a series called Water Walkers. Oh, we'll go into that. Praise God. But on this one, when a person goes when when going against the anointing, it's one of those ones. And when Lucifer got to that point, God didn't do anything. God didn't move. God had already known, seen it. But God didn't, it was below him to act. So the angels took over and quickly disciplined him, threw him out. Get out! You and your, your people, sack them, and there's no redemption for them. Men have a redeemer because someone instigated mankind to fall. A redemption was made for men. Nobody can die for angels. Mm. So their judgment is different. And it is two things. Can I reveal this thing? Yes, sir. Okay, I'll hold on to that. Cool, Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me show you something. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll take us there. I was telling you that we were looking at Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. From verse 9, we saw what God said. He said, I put my word, my words in where? Your mouth. And then God said to him, first of all, he said, the Lord touched his mouth, right? And then, and we know the mouth is the organ for what? Speaking. Then God now said to him, I put my words in where? Your mouth. Then in verse 10, God says to him, I have set you this day to destroy, to pull down, right? to demolish nations and kingdoms and to also build and plant, making us aware that he was going to use his words to do the building and the breaking, the destruction and also the demolishing. He was going to use what? His words. Are you following this? The seriousness of the matter is, is in the fact that I mentioned to you words build or break. Are you getting me? When God spoke to Jeremiah, he told him that I put my words in your mouth 
And it is with those words that Jeremiah was going to destroy, build, break. Are you following? Yes, sir. And I was telling you that this is the same way a person can, if Jeremiah was going to, by words, destroy kingdoms, destroy nations, build and plant, then circumstances in your life are small boy compared to kingdoms. And with your mouth, you can orchestrate a change. Are you following? Yes, All you need is to find God's word into your mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. And the second thing I mentioned was that in the same vein, a person can design their future, design the glory of their future, and a person can also destroy their future by the words that they say. And I mentioned that there are certain words, certain things that must not come out of a person's mouth. Now, one of them is speaking against the anointing. One of them is speaking against God's servants. It's important. You see, Jesus said, all sin will be forgiven men, but the sin against the Holy Ghost will not be forgiven. Blasphemy will not be forgiven. What does it mean, will not be forgiven? In other words, the, in other words, the punishment for it, the person will get it. Are you following? And one of the things that fall under that language is attributing the works of the Holy Spirit to a demon. Another one, the Bible's God, God said, He said, Tattle my, my, my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Right? He's telling you something, He's guiding you, he's, 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 He wants to protect you, He wants to help you because the anointing doesn't do familiarity, the anointing doesn't have friends, it is, it is, it's like electricity. It obeys the principles that have been set into place. It doesn't know that you own the house. <laughs> it doesn't know that you paid last month's bill. It doesn't know that if you violate the principle, it will shock you. Are you following this? <laughs> so God tells the children, He says, He says, touch on my anointing, do my prophets no harm. There are people that when they get into their emotions, right? And they feel like after all, all these men of God, blah, blah, blah. They are hiding under that scripture. That will happen to us. The pepper you will smell, it may not start from your generation. Yeah. You know, Jesus told the, the people in his day, the Israelites, the Pharisees, telling that you are the ones who killed the prophets, your fathers. He said, continue. And now the blood from the former prophets will, will, will come and will fall upon both you and then your children. Sometimes people go through things, and what I'm telling you, I'm telling you by, also even by experience, even people that I've encountered, there are people who are going through, they are smelling pepper, parents, grown people, who are smelling pepper in life, because at a point, they felt that there was no restriction and no restraint, they could insult whatever man of God just like that. I'm telling you. And you see, when it happens that way, the angel that is that will get get on your case, <laughs> on your on, on the person's case, it depends on how what the what, what, what that angel decides. If he says for the next five years, we're going to display you. If the person is not fortunate and it is not five years, it is for a long time, it will take a long time before one prophet someone will see and say, You did something so and so yeah go and beg or let me pray for you 
find mercy because a person's mouth became bigger than it should be. Are you following? Yes, sir. I told you, I mentioned four things. I mentioned trespass, I mentioned iniquity, I mentioned sin, I mentioned abomination, right? Yes, sir. Abomination is like the west-west, the, the one that God doesn't like to even see. Mind you, all of these four levels were dealt with by Jesus Christ. So, take note of that. Proverbs chapter 12. Another scripture I want to show you. Okay, Proverbs 12, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's start reading from verse 17. Okay. And all of these are giving us insight into words. Words are more powerful than we know. In the spiritual world, words are a lot. Nothing is done without words. Listen, that's not what I'm telling you carefully. Beloved, listen to me. When the blessing was being transferred from Isaac to Jacob, was it in cash? Was it in physical objects? Was it in items? What was it in? Again? Again? Say it loudly enough. It was in what? Words. And when Jacob was done dispensing those words over, Isaac was done dispensing those words over Jacob, and Esau came, he said, I have blessed him, and he shall be blessed. Esau was begging and said, isn't there anything else? Now, these were men who were not, they had, they were established, there was property. Isaac was rich, wealthy, that's not what they were after. Please, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, these men knew something beyond the physical. They understood what makes for greatness. They understood what governs the, na- the, the, the world and nature and life. To the point that they could say, Esau could shed tears for words. Listen, if we don't understand this, there's something we are not getting. But we understand in Jesus' name. Are you following? Because a man in his right senses and his mind will not be weeping because he... If he feels like, or he thinks that, oh, it's a normal thing, he has just blessed him. Oh. Me too, I'll just tell myself, you, I bless, uh, bless myself. And... No, he knew that something, because by that communication, there had been invocations. On Sunday, I was telling you, there had been invocations. And those invocations, all the spiritual entities, <laughs> by those invocations, all the spiritual entities that are necessary responsible for that manifestation they will all group themselves and align with what with that person Please, are you hearing me yes, sir. that's how powerful words are that's how catching this yes, sir. it's not an ordinary thing mm. words are not as common as we may think they are yes, and the earlier and the deeper we are able to grasp this insight the better and the higher our advantage hallelujah Proverbs 12 from verse 17, right? It says, He that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. It's talking about words. So 18 it says, There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Are you seeing this? Yes, sir. The tongue of the wise is health. What is the what, what tongue? What is the tongue of the wise going to do? Kiss you or what? The words. When you see mouth, tongue, words in scripture, they all go together. Right? Yes, so it's talking about the words. It's the tongue of the wise, there is health. Now that health can be health for your body. It can be health for your life. It can be health for your career. 
help for your finance, health. There are ways that you, when you keep on hearing, there is a healing that begins to take place in your life. Uh. It may not be evident immediately because a lot of repair has to be done for the damage that have gone in the past. But the consistency of those words that are coming to you will be repairing. Before you know it, you are changing without even being conscious of it. That's how powerful it is. Bible says, in the tongue of the wise, there is health. But it says, there is somebody, there is one who speaks, and his words are like the piercings of a sword. Not only are they painful, they cause damage. They cause damage. The people who are emotionally and psychologically unstable now, and might be so for a long time, because certain words have damaged their consciousness. If a man marries a woman, if you didn't love her, why did you marry her? And then you start abusing her with all kinds of words. Call her good for nothing. You call her witch. All kinds of words. And you are putting her in trauma. Now, those words and those things you are doing, they are more dangerous than even if you slapped her. And those things will wound her. Listen, just as in the order of importance and heaviness, the body is the least. Your soul follows your body, then your spirit. That's where the greatest is. It's the same way that the wounds that appear on the body are the least kind of wounds. The wounds that go beyond the body into the soul, they are greater than the physical wounds. Those ones cause more damage. And then you are abusing this person with all kinds of words. The same for women that marry men, and now they start abusing the men with all kinds of words. I mean, there are men that are crippled today because the one who's supposed to push them is breaking them down. Insult them and you abuse them with all kinds of words. And you think it's nothing? The devil is using your mouth and you don't know. And then sometimes we hear some stories, we wonder. But of course, the, 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 the government and other agencies will also run to the aid of the woman. Because a woman may not hit you or do anything. But their mouth, <laughs> but their mouth, the way to provoke you. So the Bible said, women submit to your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. Yes, then love them. Because the way they can misbehave, love them. It is in love that you find patience. In Galatians 5 22, he said the fruit of the spirit is love. It is singular love. It is out of love you have patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, self-control, temperance, all those things. I follow it. So he said, husbands, love them. In other words, be patient. Have a big heart. Because sometimes it's like they remember their childhood. And the little girl comes to the front. So that sometimes, even at 37 years, it, is, it becomes a reverse. The seven years has come and it's, <laughs> it's displayed. The 37 years is not displayed. 37 years no other. You see, 7 years no other. So at that level, you have to watch it like your last born. Are you seeing this? And for every woman as well, when you get married, there will be moments you have to see your husband as your, your firstborn or your son. Because when they go to town and they come and the pressure is too much like that and they come home, they are blasting everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) 
I seen everybody in the house. And then the man is. That's when the moment where you two as a woman, you two are on fire, you come on, hey! Go to Papa! Hey, 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 hey! It will be explosion that's in the house. No! No! That's not the moment she didn't talk at all. And that moment, see you as you you know. That's not the time to start raining all kinds of ways. It will destroy. It's important. You see, it's important. Wisdom is important. There are a lot of women that don't that don't prioritize wisdom. They prioritize looking. <laughs> they prioritize what will attract the husband, but not what will sustain. So the beauty part and the other things can attract, but what will sustain the man is wisdom. See. And the same for a man as well. You can wrap the girl all right. But you have you have what it takes to lead her to a, a destination. You see? So it's important. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Instead of causing World War Four and World War Five in the house. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said that verse look at verse 19. Still on where to the leap of truth shall be established forever. But to the counselors of peace is joy. There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Look at 22, what I want to show you. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. See? Lying lips. The people that, because of the pain they are in, can lie and say all kinds of things against the anointing. And when that happens, get ready, because the car that is coming to offload your judgment, it is still loading at Temahabu. Proverbs 6. Hallelujah. Are you there? Come to verse 16. Hmm. Now answer some questions for, for, for you there. Are you there? Proverbs 6 verse 16. Okay, it says, These six things that the Lord hates, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Verse 17 is a proud look. Pride. Right? Pride. And the other thing that this means is looking down on people never look down anybody are, are you listening yes, sir. there are some insults that come out of people's mouth and it's an insult of pride they can insult people and say oh that's why you are like that we'll wear breasts and that's why you are be careful who are you are you forgetting that you are also only spending a short while here and i will get the gold in the air body be careful that they, they, they freely do those things and they need to be careful a proud look and it says a lying tongue a draw now there's not that draw is not just the regular kind of a draw it is the slanderous false accusations type in fact gossip the person the person did this you said the person did this do you get what i mean yes sir 
the person did this, the person did this. The person did this. And those things, you see, we need to be careful because those things, why does God hate those things? Let me tell you something. A lot of sins or a lot of wrong and evil behavior, they are not how man was made to operate. Those things were not in man. Those things are the character and the exhibitions of demons. Those are the natural traits of demons. Hate, fear, murder, gossip, accusation. Those things, they are, when God made man, the constituents of man's character and man's personality, those things were not part. So all those things that we see or manifest, they don't come from God. And they don't come from God, they come from somewhere else. The things that come from God are expressly given to us in the scriptures. So that we should be able to be observant and identify where we are going off that is not God manifesting through us. Are you following this? Yes, sir. So he says a lying tongue. Then he says, enhance that shed innocent blood. Be careful, oh. He didn't say hands that shed blood. He said hands that shed innocent blood. Because hey. some of you are wondering, will soldiers go to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> they are serving the state so God was specific and he said innocent blood because if you go and misbehave <laughs> the government says parents grant and not you but somebody else and they truly were not innocent the loss of the land they agreed and they said it God will not go and say I you no the blood was shed he wasn't innocent it's upon his head <laughs> Yes, it was upon his head. Praise God. Now, this doesn't just apply to every um, kind of situation. There are situations like that, praise God. For example, you can't go and say, oh, the Taliban's, uh, they killed Christians, so God said, ah, the Christians were guilty. Please, doesn't apply there. Amen. Know the context of its application. Glory to God. Yes. You will see instances where in Scripture, David will say, kill this man. His blood is upon his own head. In 2 Samuel chapter 1, there was a gentleman who came to David, coming to announce to him that Saul is dead and he killed Saul, thinking that they would be happy because Saul was his enemy and he has killed Saul for him. So he was thinking he would come and get post. They would be like, wow, my savior, I owe you one. Give him a position in the government, give him. When he came and told David, David said, sorry, David said, hey, and you were not afraid to stretch your hand against the Lord's anointed. This shows you the level of understanding David had. Even in Saul's most rotten states, he was still anointed. And he was very, very careful. Very, very, very careful. Even in Noah's most rotten and drunken state, naked state, which speaks of depravity and worst kinds of negative things you could have done, not only just being all naked. Shem and Japheth were still very careful because the man is carrying something. Ham defied that. So when Japheth and uh, Shem knew about it, they took a cloth, they turned back, don't even want to see it in the first place, and covered their father because the man is still carrying something. That is, that is the power and the potency of this thing we call anointed. That 21st century does not change the mind of God concerning those things. So nobody should ever get to the point where they say, but oh, they had no, so what? A, 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 
<laughs> Praise God. And you know the interesting thing? Some of those, many times you, you hardly find the mature fathers, many of them, even ever talking about some of, you know, the, the way the younger, younger squads who have not even led any, even 10 souls to Christ, just say, nothing. And they, they are the loudest on social media. Oh, it's a fuck of it. Oh, it's this, it's that. Yes, sir. Channel. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, David was very careful. Because even in Saul's most depraved state, he was still God's anointed. You see, he was still God's anointed. So David was careful. So the guy came, thinking he's about to get some accolades <clears throat> and some benefits for his family, exemption like David got and everything. Yeah. By the time he finished telling the story, David said, Eh, COVID, eh, rah, 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 kukuno. And he killed him. Yeah, and he didn't have any regrets. David fears God. And David was anointed too. But when he came to that one, no regrets at all. Kuno, kuno, kuno. Yeah. He was not innocent. Saul will die. Are you the one to kill him? It didn't matter that. Because in the narrative, Saul said to the guy that kill me, don't let this people kill me. But even that, he was still not guilty. Just like Judas. The Bible has already prophesied that Jesus Christ must die, must be betrayed. It, let, let's not be you. <laughs> Whoever to be, let's be that person. Let's not be you. Do you understand? Yes, it's the same thing in ministry. You see, like you're a great man. In years to come, your rising and everything is going to happen. I want to know people that will do you wrong, that will misbehave or betray and do all kind of things. Whoever it is in that circle, it should not be them. Let them betray us together. You understand? But don't be the person who has, you know, has to become the person who does whatever, you know, is wrong. I follow it. Yes, so, innocent blood, how does that shed innocent blood? It's another. Praise God. Hallelujah. Find yourself in a school or somewhere, mother carrying her child, they don't have anything to do. I've been begging you still. You die there. Get ready. I have that device of wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, <clears throat> and he that sweat discord among brethren. In these things, three of them are words. Have to do with the tongue, have to do with words. We saw the lying tongue. Then we've also seen a false witness that speaketh lies. Then again, we see he that sweat discord among brethren. Those things are abomination. Discord, you know what discord is? You tell this person this about this other person. And then afterwards, in another conversation, you tell this person this. You are trying to create and break a discord. That is demonic. Very, very demonic. That's what the devil did. That's how he works. He always fights against relationships. And what does he use? His words, is the tongue. If somebody is in a mess and you can't pray for the person, you can't intercede for the person. Don't talk. You won't die. This mouth. Words can build or break. Proverbs 15, verse 4. I know the interesting thing. The Bible says something about if a person will, will, will live a good life or even experience or enjoy life, 
Let me show you that before you look at verse 15. First Peter 3. Don't get carried away by people that they look, they appear to be so strong and bold because they can insult and they can tell you their mind and stuff. Many of those things are not strength. I'm telling you. Are you here? Yes, yes sir. Of course, it doesn't mean that you never talk at all or you are always quite intimate. The day you see me doing show, maybe when I need to, it is very, very different. <laughs> Praise God. Yes, because that, uh, that one, the biblical principle of answer a fool in his folly, unless he think he's wise, comes to play there. Praise God. There was one day, some, some time back, I was with my mom, <coughs> out in town, and then one driver misbehaved. Hey! Come to insult my mother. While I was there, ish, 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 ish. it was not a pleasant. People came from around, and when they came and they tried to bring peace, and they began to beg me, and they said, "But I was, yeah, so many." But they, ever, they came out, and then they, now eventually now the driver and other people with him also began to beg. By the time I shouted one on the, I didn't shout physical shouts. So whatever fell on them, fell on them. The people, everybody came around. Come to beg. These are grown men. What they should do to you? They should insult you. Why will you insult them? And I'm there. Not to dishonor her in my face. Ah, that night will be. Praise God. Yeah. It wasn't easy at all. Before now. But all of them, they, they came to their senses and they began to beg. Call one for home. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> So of course it doesn't mean that you are we are like a, a snail or you know, but we are talking about the the right balance, amen, and then knowing the right things to do. Hallelujah. Right. First Peter three. Our time is almost up. Let's be fast. Come to verse ten. Look at something very powerful there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse ten. He says, "For he that will love life." I think I should get it from other translations for you so that you will see, we will read it from other translations as well. For he that will love life, do you know some people hate life? What they are going through, it is too bitter for them, they hate life. They wish they will commit suicide or they wish they will, they are just, they are bitter, they are bitter about life. Bible says the person who will love life, and this kind of life, I'm talking about a person who will enjoy life, right? You will enjoy life. You get it? The person who will enjoy life, we did that. You understand? For he that will love life and see good days. Some people see bad days. Bad days. Every man's bad days. The person who will see who will love life and see good days. Watch this. Let him refrain his tongue from evil. And his lips that they speak no guile. Mm. The first things he mentions in the list. Words, language, tongue. Let him refrain his tongue from what? Evil. And do and his lips that they speak no guile. So words. See, your, your, your words, your kind of communication can play a role in the kind of life you will live or enjoy. Some people's problems in life, it is their mouth. I'm telling you. Sometimes we think that some of the things that should cause a great revival is. 72 hours of fasting or 73 days fasting. Sometimes it's not always like that. <clears throat> the reason why some people end up needing 70 days fasting is because of this. Because they didn't check this. They didn't check this in several instances in their life. 
to now they've come to a place where they need 70 days fast there's a difference between wanting and needing mm. you see yes, <clears throat> in the scriptures okay let me give it i'll give it to you on sunday praise god hallelujah he says let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile glory to god hallelujah. now back to Proverbs 15. those online i hope you are following i hope you are following Proverbs 15. Hey, so you said we are on part 10. Sir. Wow. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Verse 4, 15, verse 4. Are you there? Okay, he says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Now, we're reading from the New English translation. Have you ever heard that statement? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Heard it before? Ah, well, it turns out to be that words may do more damage than sticks and sticks and stones. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Yes. Turns out that words may do more damage than sticks and stones. Right? The New English translation. It says, speech that heals is like a life-giving tree. Speech that heals is like a life-giving tree. For example, some of these words you hear when you are in service or you are listening to podcasts. That speech that heals, those because those words heal, not only of illness or disease, but even life, even mental stuff, um, situational stuff, different kinds of instances. It says like a life-giving tree. But what it says, but a perverse tongue breaks the spirit, crushes the spirit, breaks the spirit. So sticks and stones may not reach into your spirit or reach into a person's spirit to crush or break their spirit, but words, perverse tongue will do what will get there. Hallelujah. You can listen to more inspiring, uplifting, and spirit-filled sermons and teachings from our man of God, Reverend Elijah, on Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every other podcast platform at Christ Glory Ministries. God bless you.